0: You're listening to The Photography Show. This is episode number two for July 24th, 2010, Your Portfolio. Today we're going to talk about portfolios. I like that. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to not joke and we're going to get serious and talk about portfolios. This is going to be a totally serious broadcast. <laughs> Prepare yourself. <laughs> Lock yourself in a padded room and and think. No, well, we we were talking before we turned on the mic about kind of like this would be a nice segue from last week's episode of starting your photography business. And if one is going to start a photography business, one needs a portfolio. Definitely. You know, but what does a portfolio do? I think it's a place to start. A portfolio. What does it do? It gets you
1: clients. It and shows that your work. is your whole. It shows your work. You're wanting to show your very best work so that everyone out there um, will see will see Absolutely. your work and want to and want to use you.
0: Well, and I wrote some notes down here. Okay, you know, um, because you know I can't think on the fly, but but uh, it represents your talents and abilities, like you said. Uh-huh. And uh, I think the most important thing too is like you're trying to show somebody that like you know potentially wants to hire a photographer that you're right for the job you know and that your work is a good fit for the look that they want and i mean that ultimately is what it is or if you're right. a fine art photographer it's like somebody would want that in their collection or in their gallery or right. i mean cuz i guess there's different types of portfolios cuz you could go for a commercial portfolio you could go for a fine art portfolio. i know people who keep multiple portfolios actually
1: yeah and i think that's a good way to do it i think yeah. it, it's nice to have multiple portfolios that you can just send to a certain type of client if oh, yeah. they are especially uh, if it's uh, between commercial and something like fine art Absolutely. i mean well
0: yeah or i think like you know one good example is like you know Greg Booth and Associates and yeah. if you don't know who they are they're a major photography studio in Dallas but they have about four or five things they specialize in there's food they do food shots they do commercial shots they do uh, architectural they do location they do a lot of product and you know if a magazine is requiring some food shots they don't need to see the architecture in fact right. that almost confuses the point point. and so I think in cases like that they actually take a physical portfolio they won't have those types of shots. So and I think this brings up an interesting point: is like what you would want to have, or specifically not have, in your portfolio. So what what kinds of things? Obviously, your best work goes in the portfolio, right? But what do you leave out of the portfolio? The junk. <laughs> no, I mean you just want just like with with anything. If you've
1: ever gone to art school or in college when you are putting together your portfolio or anything, right. every single teacher is going to tell you to narrow down your work to uh, the very. Best few uh, things that, that that you've done uh, you know if you're showing th- if showing more isn't better mm-hmm. uh, and, and if you're showing stuff that's bad it's 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 worse for you right um, so you don't want to show anything that they go, well, this was all good, but what about this picture?
0: This right, one, right. This,
1: what did he do here? I don't I don't know. Maybe we should just go with someone else. This This is kind of bad. So. Well,
0: yeah, and that, that is an interesting idea because, like, I, I know a lot of people who go into photography or a lot of other lines of work. I mean, it's more common now that you're not doing what you did in college. So there are people going into this business that did not study art in school. Right. And they didn't have that experience. And I think that's, you know, something you've got to learn on your own now, which, but it is important. It's like you don't want to have just everything in there. and And it's hard because, like, for instance, I think, and I'm particularly bad at it. I think you get really connected to certain things emotionally on different levels. Like, I might take shots that mean something to me because there's a specific model that I know in the shot, or it's somebody I'm related to. Right. Or, here's a great example shots of your own kids. When people have kids, everybody thinks their kids are the most beautiful. That baby could look turd ugly, but, <laughs> but, you know, not to their parents. And I think that's an official can, term, turd ugly. Turd ugly. And, and, but, the, yeah, and that, that's people, it's hard to judge your own work sometimes. And I'll come back to it in a minute, but I think that's another thing is once you do start Getting a portfolio put together, I think it's real important to get some feedback, and not from clients, from friends, and from you know. And yes, well, I, to, we've to, talked to, about to that even too. Ask for feedback, to send it out to people that you really trust to give their
1: honest opinion. Sure, because everybody is going to come back with. Oh, that looks great. That is yes. wonderful. You are so talented. Your baby this and that. Is You're gonna hear that all the time, ugly. right? But that is not gonna help you in any kind of way. So if you can send it out no. to some people that you know will give you their honest opinion, that is the best possible thing that you can do. I've sent mine out to just a bunch of reps, not uh, not to, to, not to even smart. be uh, represented by them, but to just say, would you mind taking five or ten minutes yeah. to let me to let me know what you think about my portfolio? And I've even gotten you know some pretty harsh. Uh, stuff back saying, uh, Wade, you're kind of all over the place. You really need to narrow this down to to what
0: you want to specialize in. But that's in. what you're looking for. That's right. That's what I'm yeah, looking for. Yeah, because like, you don't know that and you're out there with the bad tie on and right. nobody's telling you you're, you're that guy. You know? Right. And see, I
1: have only been in this uh, business officially a couple of years. I mean, I shot, you know, five seven years or whatever before that but it sure. was just you know uh not what wasn't professionally it wasn't my career and now that it is i have to be more serious about what i show in my portfolio when i was Absolutely. showing stuff just on Flickr or on my first portfolio i could show everything in the world uh so just recently when i went with my live books portfolio i probably cut my portfolio that i was showing before in half at least if not more wow um live books will let you show up to 30 images per portfolio category which is really great they won't let you They go put beyond. a limit actually that's yeah, good. They put yeah. a limit on that. Yeah. And So it's great. So I'm still showing architecture and portrait and product and all of these different things or whatever, um, and even some fine art stuff, and Mm -hmm. it's all on one site. But people can kind of go right to what they want to see instantly, and that's all they're going to see. Yeah. yeah.
0: You can, well, and you're going to keep it fresh that way, right. too. Right, yes. know Yeah. You, you, the old shots that are classics that you can't seem to give up. You have a limit of 30 in there, so eventually you'll want to yes. face it. But that is very important. And, and a lot. Uh, here's another thing that I think people do too much is, is like, people will send me portfolios, or I've, I've, I've done student shows before uh, where actually I am asked to go look at people's portfolios that all get in the and You know, there, there are people that are jerks about that, and they'll tear you apart. And I try to be fair objective with it but I think one of the common things that I'll see a lot too is people will come in and they'll have 10 shots of the same thing in the same series right? and they really because well sometimes it's because they couldn't pick which one they liked the best or they really felt like you needed to see more and I think that's important to weed it out it's like okay if I'm a potential client I'm about to hire Pay you money. I could tell whether I like the shot or not. I don't need to see ten variations of it. I just oh need yeah, to that's, a, that's right a
1: great point. Is that you really have to become good at being a, a judge of, of your photography and going with your gut? Yeah, being lot, an editor. You know. Right, being an editor. You really have to. To uh, narrow your shots down, and you can't – I wouldn't show even two of the same kind of shot. You really have to be able to narrow it down to say, this was my best shot of this product today. Mm -hmm. There's some other ones that look good here, and I might want to show them, but what is the very best one here? Okay, this is it. This is the one I'm going to show, and that's it.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. And the other thing you got to remember, too, is the portfolio – it's not something you make once. It's an ongoing process So you're going to spend The rest of your career Tweaking this thing mm-hmm. And it'll have Different incarnations And you may do A new website one day But it's still Just the collection Of images is all That, but, but it, that we're talking about But it's, it's going to be An ongoing process um, Speaking of It's like Okay so if you have A portfolio The different incarnations Of that portfolio Like we've been talking About the website Do right. you keep a physical Portfolio at all?
1: You know I do, but I've, I've rarely used it. When hmm. I when I uh, first started going in to visit some of the architectural firms and things like that, I was using it a little bit more when I was meeting with people face to face. Yeah, yeah. I was getting uh, blur, uh, blur books printed out. You know, oh, yeah, do it yeah. yourself kind of uh, hard hard. That's a great way to oh, do, do it. Oh, it's a great way to do it now. Not having to carry in a huge portfolio, or even being able to carry in multiple books. Yeah. You know, and they're big eleven by seventeen beautiful spreads or whatever, and you can just fill them up with photographs.
0: Well, yeah. And for the real quick for those who don't know a blur. Dot com. That should be a pick of the week. Definitely. Um, yeah, blurb.com is it's B-L-U-R-B. That's, That's right. right. Blurb.com. They will do it's on demand printing, so they'll do a nice hardback book of up to two hundred images for I think like what, eighty bucks or something right. like that. And it looks professional, looks nice. You Very can get nice. their logo off of it if you need to mm-hmm. pay a little more for that. If you need more than two hundred pages, you probably won't for a portfolio, but you could pay more for that. And yeah. I may have misquoted the price, but I've done God, I've done probably four books through them. And well, there's so many variations awesome, you know? of the books. I mean, you can
1: get small square books. You can get large 11 by 17 books. All yeah, if you're of on a formats. budget, you
0: could do the small
1: ones even. Yeah. And that's a real good idea right there. I've done the soft cover, the paperback. I've done the hard. And so, you know, it's been everything from $20 to maybe near $100 or whatever, depending
0: on how many pages yeah. and what size and, and whatever. But it's very professional quality no matter what. Well, they're also they're very similar to the books you can get through Apple if you're using iTunes or Aperture. Right. I haven't, and I may, I'm i talking in my rear. End on this a little bit. I, I have purchased those before. I did a wedding once and and mm-hmm. did the proofs that way. And uh, I've got it over here. whether it would be sidetracked. Anyway, I think they've gotten better in the last couple of years. But the problem I had with them at the time is it looked like a book you got from Apple. It was very exactly. nice. Exactly. It was awesome. Don't get me wrong. The printing quality was good, but you could tell I used I photo. I used Aperture, and uh, I got the book through Apple. And I think you don't want the client to be looking at the what book it is. You want to look at the work. I think Exactly. And, and Blurb, it makes it it's so customizable
1: that yeah, it, it makes it so them. much more professional as to where Apple is kind of targeting a different audience. They're kind of targeting Joe Blow at home who wants to put together pictures of his family or sure, something. they're
0: targeting so, my mom. Right, yeah. So, yeah. right.
1: And it's that easy to use and it's a wonderful thing or whatever and they have all these custom made templates but uh, people kind of get used to seeing those templates and things or whatever so um, it, yeah.
0: through Blurb you can really customize that to where it doesn't look like anything else. Oh and, yeah. Uh, Blurb is definitely Definitely. That that we'll do picks of the week, but we'll, right. we'll we'll say now that blurb is blurb is okay by this show's standards. Yes, it has met the uh, it's approved, the and they can also feel free to send us money. <laughs> they, yes, they can send us a check. <laughs> we, if, if their money's we yet green. Yet to get a check, we've only done one show, but <laughs> Flickr has not sent me a check yet. <laughs> they haven't because you really you really pimped them the last I know, episode. I can't yeah. believe that they have not sent you. Hopefully, money. this will eventually get around. In, that. in fact, they asked me for money after the last <laughs> show was time to up my. They my one year subscription. Yeah, yeah.
1: If you're going to use our our name on your
0: podcast, well, they didn't say it in so many words, yeah. but I took it that way. If you use the word "Flickr." You got to pay us. You've got to pay us. <laughs> um, well, in the physical portfolio. When I when I've done it before, um, and you know, I don't I don't know whether it cost me business or got me business either one. I think it was kind of neutral, but I would hand make them. Mm-hmm. And by hand making, I mean I would go to the art supply store. I went over to Aesel and I got like a nice folio book that basically has the the um, Oh, the clear sheets where you place your photos in and you can arrange them. And I was doing really nice printouts. I was really happy with the printouts I was getting. And But one thing I did like about that is like, you know, there's a lot of competition. It probably all depends on who the client is, perspectively, which is why I think you need to have several portfolios. You need to have an online version and you need to have... Some of them will look online and they're totally cool based on their decision on that. But for anybody who's older school that feels like they need to see them, I mean, that's one thing you can separate yourself out a lot with is, you know there's a lot of other really good photographers but when you come in with a nice polished book that really is smooth and cool and just speaks well it's like wearing a tie man we're, right I, mean, I don't wear ties but it's like dressing up <laughs> you know I've never worn a tie so I wouldn't know what that's <laughs> like but if I had, but I'm going to say that I have I but I'd look good well yeah and, and, but it, you, it looks nice is what I mean it's, it's, it's the point like uh, uh, the last podcast we were talking a little bit about wedding photography and my friend George Fiala who does in fact he'd be good to have on the show because he is so good at that I hate wedding photography I would never do it it's just it's just it's not for me. It's not that, but it's for him, and he's good at it. And he he comes out and he does these handbound books, and he has these prints made at the photo lab, and all, and they're beautiful. There's something, and it's not like anything you've ever seen before. And there's something that really stands out about that. He's a great photographer too. It's not just the book, mm-hmm. but and I, I, I'm kind of contradicting myself because I said a minute ago that you don't want him to be paying attention to that, but you do want it to be nice. You sure. Know, you Present- want it to be transparent, presentation with anything
1: is huge. Yeah, it's yeah, very key.
0: Well, it's kind of I guess the same as like you know when you're starting out, you're you're dealing with whatever photo gear you can afford. But I can't go onto a pro photo shoot with a uh, disposable, you know, Kodak point and shoot of the month and have them take me seriously. I need to have some kind of black DSLR that I look the part. You know? right. And it's similar with the portfolio. I think that's why the Apple thing maybe is, is not bad. And then I, I haven't actually done this yet, but I put another category on our, our sheet here um, that I think is a good idea. And I do with my iPhone. But if you have an iPhone, an iPod, iPad, any of the i, whatever, even if you have something that Apple doesn't make, uh, it's so easy to keep a collection of photos on there. I think it's real smart to do that. Just keep oh, some of sure. your greatest hits on there. You never know when you're going to be on a plane and somebody says, oh, you're a photographer yeah you know we're looking for a photographer and you whip that out you show me your work right there you I don't think have to the ipad it. is the portfolio of the future for
1: absolutely You may sure. be right
0: yeah i mean if
1: you walk into any boardroom right now or if you're sitting on an airplane next to someone and, yep. and they want to see your work <laughs> and you can show it full screen digitally crystal clear and you're able to flip through that with your hand
0: yeah here's uh, the problem with the boardroom and I laugh because you walk in there. I deal with a lot of board meetings sometimes yeah. with, with with the client, but you walk in there and uh, can we call Gus down in IT and get him up here? The screen doesn't seem to be working, and then you're sitting around for six minutes doing that, and then it's Windows and the site doesn't look right. And uh, anybody know where Explorer is on this computer? Oh, we well, put Firefox on that machine. Too confusing. It's way and it takes and you've blown fifteen minutes when you could have been hired already. And you, you can't know? do that in a you can't do that in a portfolio
1: review or no, interview. Uh-uh, absolutely not. I mean, not. you're in and out. They have
0: they have little. T- time and their their
1: attention span is very small and it's impressed them quickly or See you later. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Uh, and so what you know, whether that, is whether you have a blurred book or whether you have you're carrying a big uh, portfolio like you were talking about with the slip sheets in it, or you have your whatever, iPad, you know? or you have your iPad,
0: even if um, it's on your phone, you have the phone with you all the time. Right. You always have that with you, to show. right? And you could do it really easily. You just go into iPhoto, create a folder, and then when you're in iTunes, say sync this folder anytime a new image is in here, make sure it's on the iPad or the iPhone or whatever. Right. It's real easy to do, and there's no reason not to do. It. Well,
1: Flickr uh, has an app that
0: absolutely does, it same gives thing.
1: It's just like the iPad. You just flip it with your finger. That's very nice. Yes. And then also Dropbox, which is uh, something that I use to uh, present all of my work to clients online. With I can upload stuff to Dropbox. It does the same thing.
0: Dropbox is as essential as Blurb, probably more so.
1: Yeah, it's a yeah. great way to show anything on your phone or on your computer or anything, too. It does a slideshow type effect instantly when you click on the pictures. So and it's free. That's, and it's free, yeah. yeah. It, it's free, it, 2 gigabytes, and then if you want like a 50 gigabyte, it's, it's like $10 a month or something. It's pretty cheap. It's cheap, cheap so, yeah. It's very yeah. reasonable.
0: Yeah. But that, that's really essential to do, and, and uh, this is really professional. I'm like, I've got a squeaky chair. <laughs> We're gonna invest. And every time I lean back
1: with every show, we're gonna get a little bit better, and by the
0: next show, hopefully, there won't be squeaky chairs. This time, I have a better if, mind. If Flicker would just give us three bucks. I could go buy some <laughs> WD forty. I mean, we don't. We're not even asking for much here. It's, it's just come on, Flicker. We need a little bit. Something. Uh, you know, I will tell one more story before we move on. But uh, I mentioned that I, I've done portfolio reviews before, and a couple of years ago. Um, this is kind of a cool story, but the, I was at the DSVC student show. I was helping out, and they asked me and said, "Well, you know, would you like to do portfolio reviews?" And I said, "Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do, but sure." Now these are design students. There were a couple photographers, but uh, there were three kids that came in. I was there with you. Were you there with me? Yes. This is the one in Addison. And your sister, I think. yeah, okay, maybe it was that no, one. But no, one no, year no. we all did it together. It was down here, okay, Addison. Yes, yeah, it was the year we did it together. So, and you probably saw this guy because he's kind of he's become a design blogger, rock star person. I won't name his name because okay. I want to make it look like I'm dropping names, um, Frank. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so this kid comes in and he's first in line, and he's 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 this short goober, and, and I'm like, okay, I like him already. So he comes and sits down, he, and all three of these kids go to uh, South Missouri State which is a school I didn't know much about at the time. And he sits down, and first of all, his portfolio is just... Freaking amazing. So we're not gonna name names, but Frank from where? Yeah, Frank from uh (laughs) (laughs) Missouri. He doesn't listen to podcasts, he won't listen (laughs) to this. He teaches now. But anyway, and and he's he's gone on to become very successful. I just don't want to seem like I'm that's the why I'm mentioning it. But what I want to tell you about Frank's portfolio. He came in, and first of all, it's the range of stuff that was in there. It was well organized. So when I'm in the front of the book, and he's a designer, but you could easily do this with photography. There was one type of work like logos and typography and things like that. And as I got to the back, it was information graphics, and it was it was like and there was book covers and illustrations. This kid had chops and it's like holy shit i mean i think we just lost the clean tag on itunes right but it's like holy moly i mean this is incredible this kid's going somewhere and then two of his friends come in they all sit down and they're they're both at big ad agencies now and i knew they would go far the other thing is they hand bound their own books they had a book binding class they were required to take uh as as students at the school and especially i think if you're in school it's just I don't care what it's bound in, but man, it just—they went the extra mile on that. I still have them. They let me have their portfolios. They're hand That's stitched. Cool. Yeah, I'll dig them out. They're, they're so awesome, and these kids made them with their hands. And it's like everybody comes in with like printouts that Kinko's through together, and and right. it was, sometimes they did good work. But I mean, th- these guys had the complete package going, and it made an impression on me. Thinking these students are onto something and you know, here they are coming in with these awesome portfolios and I still have them to this day. And, and like I said, they've all gone on, uh, this was several years ago and done other things. They've graduated from school now, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, awesome stuff. Yeah. And you know, yeah. uh, the, the one, the one thing you can
1: say is if there was a bunch of junk in that leather bound handmade book, <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't matter. Yeah. So you have to be a great photographer. You have to be a great designer, but then if you've, if you've gone above and beyond and you're presenting it in this very cool way, then, uh, then yeah, you're really standing out on top of that. And, um... Another thing is that you just want to keep everything super clean. I think, like with that mm-hmm. guy's work, you know, uh, the, the book didn't stand out. It was it was an addition to yeah, it was th- it, it was, something was that added to his work. Yeah, but it, it was, was just hand stitched. Yeah, but it was
0: it was awesome. Right,
1: you know? and I think that's how you want to present all your work is in a very uh, minimal type way. You know, whether it's your photography or your design or whatever it is that you're doing, you want to show it as large as you can, as pretty as you can, as clean as you can. Yeah, the work is the important part. Yeah, the work
0: is definitely and the if important you have stuff part. that gets the, yeah, and actually that's very uh, it's a really good point to mention cuz like you'll see this all the time if you just like are digging through photographers websites that you can tell a photographer at designed and it's just too much junk on there right. i mean it's like I'm looking for photos. I don't need... And, and Flash is dangerous, too, because then I have a preloading movie. What does this have to do with the guy's photos? This is what I'm in here for. Right. I've seen bad Flash before. Get rid of the junk. <laughs> and, and no matter what it is, get rid of the junk. Yeah, just and, and make it down.
1: And make it easy to use. I mean, I don't think there's any wrong way to go... Well, there are many wrong ways, I'm sure, to go into an interview <laughs> yes. or a presentation or to show clients different things. But if you just show them something that's clean and simple and easy to look at and it's nice on easy on the eyes, yep. then that's the way to go, whether it's online and you're showing it digitally, or whether it's with a, a handmade book, or whether it's in a slip type portfolio. I mean, when I was in school, that's how they taught you how to do everything. You had to, you walked in with a big black case, mm-hmm. and everything was uh, was on this you know blackboard glued down all perfectly mm. and everything. It was a huge process. Oh yeah, it took I mean, forever. Um, it took forever. I wouldn't even really. I mean, I think we're we're above and beyond that those days now or whatever. Yeah. We're, especially with all the technology that we have and everything now. If you can go in. There and, and you know maybe you can't afford an iPad, but you can take your laptop. Or if you can't even do that, maybe you can do a blur book. Or if you can't do that, you can just print some stuff out large and
0: put it into these slip covers. But that does fulfill that need to have something you could show on the spur of the moment. That's right. It, you can't always get online at the spur of the moment. No, that sometimes is hard. So yeah, so maybe a better way to categorize is to say, okay, well you have your online portfolio, whether and that could be a number of things. It could be Flickr, it could be Facebook, even it could be uh, your own website. So that's the online portion. But then you have to have something. That you could have. So, yeah, like you said, if money's a thing. And a lot of people, like, you know, you're starting out. You don't have a lot of money to blow on an iPad or an iPhone or something like that. Then what are you going to have that, that enables you to do that? Right. And maybe that is a blur book or something. some of
1: the first architectural firms that I went into. Some of my very first uh, like client meetings when I was starting my own business and I wanted to show some of my architectural work and try to get mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. you know be able to do some architectural photography projects for them. I just had it on Flickr. Flickr has a slideshow, and so I could pull up any computer in there. I didn't even have to have a computer with me. I could just ask for them to pull up a computer. I pull up my Flickr account. I go to the architectural uh, you know part of the portfolio. And I hit the slideshow And that's what I showed Yeah that's a big deal Yeah it is a the big deal The slideshows in Flickr Are it, serious. cool It's full cool. screen It's really yeah. nice It's nice transitions and stuff And, and I, I wasn't even really Having to carry anything with me And it was It's super cheap yeah, yeah, that actually
0: is a great way to go. Yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, can be, about it can be that. as easy yeah. as that, and,
1: and, and that was impressive. And they, all that
0: requires is, is just getting on Flickr and organizing your work into a into a gallery like that. Right. That's it. Right. <laughs> why 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 wouldn't you do that? I mean, right. that, there's nothing involved. It's free. You know? And then
1: as you you know acquire money or you're able to afford better things, you can you can of course uh, get a better portfolio made for yourself. But even when you do that, I think with photography, you want to keep that portfolio as simple as possible. You yeah, want to have it load fast. You want to have the pictures be as large as possible, I think. I mean, pictures just naturally look – if you have a postcard, a little tiny postcard in your hand and you're looking at a picture, or you see a picture ginormous on the wall, uh, the one on the wall yeah. is going to be pretty They want amazing. to be big, yeah, yeah. sure. So sure. The, bigger, the, the bigger you can have that on screen or whatever, the better. And um, – yeah, so I mean that—that's the way you want to go. You just want to have it clean and simple and big and and easy to use. Also, I see a lot of websites out there that are taking forever to load. Uh, and, yeah, and I, totally. I, you want to stay away from that kind of website. That it's going to—I t- mean, you want your stuff to come up fast. You don't want people to have to wait for the next picture until yeah. And it's like, what's loading?
0: What is loading? Right? Something hundred photos or yeah. Yes. I mean, you don't have to if you're going to use Flash. And I don't mean to bash on the Flash, um, although I think <laughs> bash <laughs> on the Flash. That's our next podcast. <laughs> bash on the Flash. I hate. Flash. I and I never thought I'd say that. I I when, back when I was. He's wearing it. a shirt right now that says "I hate Flash." Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been wondering. Well, well, I thought it was Flash Gordon. Well, I hate him too. <laughs> but. I hate everyone No But the, the uh, I mean What you've got to be careful of Is Flash it, Flash isn't bad Flash is as bad As the person programming it. Flash is actually pretty nice It won't come up on your iPhone But it's it's Other than that That's the one thing I can really dent against it but, Right But uh, the problem that you have Is it's as good as who's programming Now there are ways To progressively load images I think LiveBooks Does a good job of this I don't feel like I'm waiting on LiveBooks No um, it's that's pretty one quick using, yeah. It's because They, they have you flash. keep
1: your uh, Images fairly Small in file size Yes I yes. agree
0: um, But uh, You know if you hire a designer who doesn't know what they're doing with flash and they want to load an entire portfolio at once and not progressively load them i mean this is beyond the scope to talk about here but but i i would unless you know what you're doing or you have a designer who knows what they're doing i would just find a simpler way to do your website. It just is not that important. I know people who go out and drop a fortune on their personal website, and their photos are the, – that's what you want people to look at. You know, right. that's and the, I
1: don't know if that's necessary anymore either to drop a fortune on your website. That, that's no, not, it's not. You, that's not something you have to do anymore. No, in It fact, was in the beginning
0: to get a really cool website, but it's not now. Yeah, well, in fact, one of the things I wanted to do in here is because we've kind of like – talked about portfolios and what define that a little bit. Okay, so like next step, so if you're if you're starting out or you don't have a portfolio, maybe you've been around and you're slow on work and you don't have a portfolio, what's the way you can do this? I mean if you want to do it online, there's that you can do this for free, which yeah. is what we're getting at. So let's say you're starting out, what would you do for free? The, Online, the company that owes us money comes to mind. Flickr, Flickr, yeah, for sure, absolutely. Uh, uh, you could get a Flickr gallery and have that set up within an hour. There's uh, there's a company out there called Taxi Design Taxi. And it's, yes. I, it's, it's something else that I have my portfolio set up on. And How does they, that work? Because I don't know anything about design
1: uh, It's theory. the same kind of thing. You upload. It has small portfolios. You can have like four mm-hmm. or five different portfolios. They have a maximum of like 20 pictures in, in each mm-hmm. one or whatever. You can have your bio, uh, a short cool. bio, um, who your clientele is. And the design of it is very nice. I think it's just designtaxi.com. Okay, um, yeah.
0: Right. It, I've heard of it. I just don't it's, it's part experience.
1: of their they uh, in conjunction with a creative okay. I think, or whatever. But anyway, that is a great it's I think it's nine ninety nine a month. It's cheap, yeah. 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 That's yeah. it's super cheap go. and it's it's a great way to go and, and it's um, ready. And it's ready. And I looked, yeah. they just uh, made it even better on the iPhone, too, when you go to it. Mm-hmm. They just uh, improved it to where on the iPhone it looks great yeah. from even last month. So um, 9 dollars a month, and you can have a great looking portfolio that's super simple there. But there's, I mean, that's just, I'm just naming one thing that's out there. There are
0: so many different things. Oh, yeah. Out I mean, there. if you wanted to go a blog route, right. uh, you can do Blogger or WordPress, and they're free. Sure. And, and it's going to be different. Those are not really set up. Exactly like a portfolio But if you want to do Like a daily thing Or you want to keep A journal type of thing Those are really good for that um, The other thing That you used to use um, it, it, It's a level above those Because what I like about those Those are free And they're they're ready to go Right They're shovel ready right. If you will um, but one thing you could do is, if you have a web server is you can you can go the WordPress route and install and customize your own WordPress. Mm-hmm. But again, here we start needing to know more about the technical side of it. And I've wasted you can just I'll, I'll save you some time right now. I've wasted hours building a portfolio that I could have spent taking photos. So sure, but I do also have that as a background, and that is just something I like to do. Not everybody does, and I wouldn't recommend it unless you. Do like to tweak, but um, another thing you could do is the, the I wrote a set of scripts called Satellite, right? Satellite, you can, awesome. Yeah, and basically what it does is we set this up for Wade when he started out, but uh, you, you, it requires you you buy a domain name or lease a domain name, so you get Wade Griffith Photography. Right. Yours was Wade In the beginning, it was point. Wade Is it still set up over there? Uh, yes, it's yes, still there. So people, so look, people at, can go yeah. to WayGriffin.net and see Satellite. Yeah, uh, we'll put show note links. And you have Satellite still. Yeah, yeah, I still run it. Um, and what it does is, is okay, at this time I was I was working specifically as a web developer and uh, not really enjoying it. And one of the things that I got hit with a lot is people who needed portfolio sites, and they never really had a budget to do it. And I thought, you Why know. Like me. Well, this is before you. No, but Punk's just like, like you came much
1: later. Um <laughs> uh, you know, I'm uh, starting a business? I have no money. Uh, oh, but I
0: need free work. <laughs>
1: And I know you're brilliant with the web stuff. Are my hands, my hands. Will you do this, please? I'll trade you for this banana.
0: <laughs> I love banana. <laughs> the uh, well, but anyway, what, what it does is, is you, you install this on your web server. You put in your Flickr account and an API key, and it basically takes everything that you have on your Flickr account and sucks it over to your domain, mm-hmm. galleries, everything. So you have it. it I guess it's for you, you do all your content management on Flickr. You keep all your photos there. That's a the central location. But then what you have on your end, on your website, is you don't have the Flickr branding and then the social media element. So it's, it's very
1: professional. Yeah, you can it's send it to simple. a corporate Simplify it as
0: well. Yeah, because sometimes it's hard to send your Flickr account to you know the CEO of Frito-Lay and expect them to take you real seriously. No, yeah, you don't you want know. to do that. You don't
1: want to do that because it, it does It works of, for smaller clients. It definitely does, yeah, right.
0: But bigger ones, yeah, you, you can't do that. So this this was an easy answer to that. And, and that's free, and you can download that. At, uh, uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah, put the link in the. Show yeah, box. see, people need to go to the web page too.
1: But if you go to your, you know? if you go to your you there's uh, yeah, you, you can, can find finally it get around either. to finding it or
0: whatever. If you go to for your
1: photography, well, I
0: do know like the domain name, but I'm not telling them what it is now. That's fine. I want on to go to the website. That's right. So if you haven't been to thepublicbroadcast. dot you need to. You can. It's the only you can, way you're going to
1: find us, you could download the show. <laughs>
0: deal. you don't do it? We're holding it hostage. Yeah. Uh, one other thing, too, I think to talk about here is oh, uh, well, and then we talked about blurb for, for for the for the physical portfolio. Yes. you can go to any art supply store and find bound portfolios that you can simply slide your work. And into. I
1: really prefer that over yeah. a uh, f- black. Handheld Handle oh, the case Case yeah. type of uh, To me that's starting to get a little bit old school
0: uh, Yeah um, and they're, they're, Well it's funny you say it Because I think it's two things It's old school but And it used to be that was the way everybody did it Right Like when my dad was starting out as an illustrator Right up to Oh, even, oh they a, all a had years, the, years ago It was like something out of Mad Men But right. we, yeah we, you know, The agency with the cases and stuff Everybody used to do that And here's the problem that I see now Because I teach the two classes at the community college So I see this a lot And it, it 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 looks like you're a student when you're doing that. Because schools are the only place that are still teaching you to do that. Exactly. And so you end up looking like I'm a student, which equals I'm either really cheap because I need the experience or... I am not ready, you know, and so that's what you don't want to, especially if you are a student and you're out. You need to get your work into something better, and you can use a photo lab or anybody online. You can use Adorama to print stuff out. I mean, there are right. ways to get prints that are good. Don't waste your own time trying to perfect those with a with an expensive printer. I mean, there's no reason to.
1: No, and, and people are used to being wowed nowadays oh, by yeah. everything. I mean, we are constantly visually being wowed every other second that we're online and everything, right. seeing videos and. Photographs and and podcasts, uh, cool podcasts. Like this, that are absolutely amazing. <laughs> but um, so you know, <laughs> I wanted to laugh with, but I had to. <laughs> but so so you need a portfolio that's going to wow quickly and something yes. if you can do something that's kind of cool and cutting edge and new, whether it be something like on a laptop that's that's cool looking or on your iPad or or a book. You know, mm-hmm. even 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 the book thing is kind of something that's new, that's cool, that's easy to put in someone's hands, that's lightweight, that they can quickly flip through. Well, and
0: sometimes people look at it, oh, you're public. That's yeah. The,
1: they look that professional. Yes, I am published. Yes. There's only one copy, and you're holding it. Ah, yes, Harper House
0: published <laughs> one copy. I'll sell it to you for a million dollars. I am dollars. sold out, <laughs> yes. I'll, say, I'll sell you my whole book deal right here. Right. <laughs> with this one book.
1: <laughs> no, but so anything that can impress, just like you were saying with the guy yeah. that had the handmade thing, it was something different. Yeah. So I think if you can yeah. come in there with something different even, I think if you can have a bunch of uh you know uh, stuff that's printed on little pieces of matte paper and stuck in in a lunchbox or something. Why I mean, not? Yeah, something cool. Be different. Yeah, be different. As long as it's cool. I mean, all they can say is get out of here, weirdo. And yeah, they probably well, you, you probably. I've been really bad. Yeah, when, when I did do. the lunchbox thing, I was escorted out by security. But <laughs> they should try it. Well, you, you came in before lunch. They were hungry. <laughs> but I'm just saying anything that's different and original but still easy for them to right. look at is a great idea for, and standing, for a portfolio. And,
0: and, and I think what you're saying, standing out is important and that's what you want. I mean, your work needs to stand out. It's the most important thing. Right. And it's hard to do with photography. There's other good people out there. So that's the extra thing that you can do to, to, to stand out just a little bit. Um, what's interesting too, and we, we talked about this, we went to lunch earlier, speaking of the lunchbox. Yep. And it, you know, I've read about this on a few blogs this week. It's been kind of a popular topic about people doing free work uh, to to get uh, recognition so like let's say it's funny because the specific blog and I can't remember the address right now but, but the one that I had read it doesn't matter um, the, uh, the, an individual on there had posted a comment under this blog the blog was saying don't work for free doesn't matter who you are doesn't matter where you are and I agree with this I'm, I'm of a staunch opinion that you shouldn't do free work charge something you can cut somebody a deal but don't right. do it for free um, and I'm pretty serious about that and a lot of people you know, somebody left a comment on there saying well I'm a student how am I supposed to get my portfolio together if I'm just starting out and <laughs> comment right under it if, you're, if you just got out of school and you don't have a portfolio. It's Where like, did you go to school? Yeah, dude, <laughs> I, I think the first thing I'd do is... March into the bursar's office and ask for my money back because exactly. you just got ripped off. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and thanks for sending me out into the world with absolutely nothing. But but here's the, okay. Maybe you want to go. And, and this is common. Like a lot of times, you shot a lot of food shots, and you really that's not your passion. You want to get into architecture, right? But I don't have any architecture shots. And this is another important thing because uh, I've been taught. And I, I agree with this too. You need to have some personal work in your portfolio because your portfolio needs to be set up to show the kind of work you want to get, not necessarily what you've done right. in the past. So if you're changing gears, that's a new thing, right? But you know. There there are ways to um, to to get work in your portfolio. I mean, you did that when you yeah. Started. We were
1: talking about that yeah. earlier. It's like I wanted to start
0: shooting architecture. So the first few
1: times, I actually was an art, an art director at the time, and I went out with a with as the art director of the photo shoot with an architectural photographer and and shot along with him. And, um, that and that was fun. That was some great experience. Well, whatever. you got an
0: apprentice kind of situation. Right. Going I, I was
1: yeah. at a, I was. And so, but not everybody has, ha, you know, has someone that they know that they can
0: do that. Well, you need to meet somebody you can do that with. But the other thing those, is, is know. just
1: if you live in a city, or you live anywhere, or you can drive to a city, or you, or even the architecture that's in your town, no matter how small it is, there's probably beautiful homes or whatever you want to get into shooting. Um, you can just go there and shoot those things. Sometimes you yeah. can just ask people. You can definitely shoot exteriors um, on your own, uh, and then you can ask people, "Can I shoot interior?" And it's the same thing. Do you want to do food photography? I wouldn't necessarily do it for free for somebody. That's not a good, maybe a good way to do it because sure. you should be paid for your time. You know, no matter how good you are. Does the grocery uh, store give the food away for free? No, no. But if you, you could fix a dish every night, uh, hey, you could practice with. I mean, that's going to be part of that. And then shoot it, light it, shoot it. Uh, if you're not really good with lighting yet, you could even use window light. If you're not good with cooking,
0: you can go get food at Eatsies or the grocery. store. Central
1: Market makes takeout looking things. Uh, at, Ready to you go? You bet they do. Take yep. that home and then, and then make I mean, your just girlfriend on top. happy. Oh yeah! I oh mean, yeah! It's all good. flowers, fruit. Maybe I've been cooking all day,
0: and I have photos to prove
1: it. <laughs> yes, but this is stuff. No matter what it is that you want to shoot, people. I, I want to be a portrait photographer, but I, I've I've never shot any people. Just start asking people in your family,
0: your yes. friends, and people you're on the street. For free, but nobody's. Profiting from your freeness, right? You know, it's a little more, and then you're not known as free guy. You're known as I'm I'm go getter guy. Right? Ask your friends. uh, You know, let's say you want to do wedding shots. How many you got to know a couple somewhere that would be willing to like pretend to look like they're getting married and doing sure. an engagement session? I mean, you know, but you're not actually having to go through the rigmarole of getting prints made for a real wedding and stuff like that, where you can get into trouble doing
1: right. An engagement you know? uh, engagement you know type deal, they're not even having to wear like wedding you know attire. Yeah, they're just in your normal clothes or whatever. But you can promote it. Oh, as, sure. as you know, as as that. So that you know, that's a great idea. And so, I, you there's know,
0: always ways to get girls around. keep those wedding dresses. Somebody's bound to have one. <laughs> get a couple of already married and they, they can go get dressed and go get a tux or something you know sure there are things to do and you know if you're still really skeptical and you really are dying to do something for free i think wade's first suggestion too is find a, a photographer in your city mm-hmm. that is successful that's doing work call them up and say i got an idea i will do a trade-out with you if you will let me come sit in on a couple of shoots i will help you i'll assist you i'll schlep whatever you need me to do if you'll just let me pick your brain afterwards or during the shoot or work with me that's a really productive thing you could do. For and free.
1: I think most people would do that. And most that's not
0: really free. You're giving services, but you're getting advice back. Right. You know? yeah. It's a trade. Right. You know? And most people definitely. I mean, who doesn't? Who's shooting professionally that doesn't need an assistant from time to time? I would do that. If, I would. If somebody yeah. Somebody was to come to me and say, "So uh, you can email me at." Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I will now receive one thousand
1: <laughs> emails on that exact. <laughs> So I take that back, Mr. Wade. But, can I help you? Shoot? But I know I've done that, and then yeah, I, I, I was lucky that. enough I to know too. some photographers, um, you being one, and then the, um, some other people that I actually you know went on photo shoots with sure, that, yeah. that we were paying and. Um, uh, yeah, you can ask these people. And, and at the same time, I've called up people before and asked them certain questions, professional photographers, and people are busy and people are stressed. And sometimes. that's okay. And Just sometimes they'll say, next no, person, yeah. no, no, thank you. I, I'm sorry. I can't sure. help you right now. And that's fine. Move on to the next guy.
0: There's, yeah. there's, and know. don't take it personally. And don't it's take not it personally. a shot. It's right. people get busy. Right, know? exactly. That happens all the time. I, yeah, yeah. It's hard when you're starting out because I used to take it personally. Sometimes yeah. when it was like, oh, my gosh, you can't ever get in. Or sometimes I felt like maybe they feel like I'm trying to – Encroach on their business, and that's another another thing you can do. Is like when you're trying to get your portfolio. We talked earlier about proofing it mm-hmm. and getting it in front of eyes. And you know, okay, other photographers. That's that's one good thing. But there's other people too. You can call like people who do media buying or art direction or things like that. Call find a find a designer and just say, Hey, I'm not looking for work, but I want to show you. I am, well, I am looking for work, but I, I'm not asking you for a job. I just want you to tell me what you would think. You know, try right. to get people who are going to give you an objective opinion on that. Preferably, people you don't know. If you go show it to your mom, she's going to love it. Right. She also loves that ugly baby we talked about. Usually a lot of times
1: designers, <laughs> especially art directors and designers, will definitely make time for you. If, oh, especially yeah, yeah. if you just say, Can I have just five minutes of your time? If they got for you it, to look at my, it. my portfolio, I'm not trying to get any work from you or anything. I just I would like your opinion. You both bet. on my portfolio, the way I have it set up, the way I'm presenting it, and, and how my work looks. Because uh, art art directors and designers at advertising agencies and graphic design firms and things are seeing people's books all the time. Yep. So they know what the latest trends are. They Know what people are doing, they want to know what people are doing right, what people are doing wrong, sure. and so they can give you really great advice on on you know what what to change if anything does need to be changed. About well, your another work.
0: thing to think about too is like let's say maybe you are showing it to, even if you're down the line, you've got your portfolio, you're ready to go, you're out there. Somebody sees it and they don't really hire photographers, they don't have any work. They might know people who do, right? And so you never know where that word of mouth is going to go. But getting out there and meeting people, eventually you got to get off the computer, you got to get out from behind the camera, and you got to do some personal. Um, yeah, and I think that'd be stuff, another great you know. top, topic for us to, to talk about
1: on another yes. podcast or something is networking. Absolutely. Definitely, because that is a huge, huge part of this business. You need to, you need to be out there. You need to be meeting people on a daily basis, uh, either in person or on the phone mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. Um, by email. Uh, through email blasts, whatever. You need to be out there in some kind of way engaging people all the time and getting your name known.
0: No question. Well, we also talked about doing social media uh, for photographers' podcast too, which right. we will probably I mean, these are like, yeah, Do you have another four hours to sit here. Right. I mean, they're pretty in-depth. But, I mean, I think there's there's a lot that can be said. I mean, and I always feel like and that's another reason I like talking about this stuff because I feel like I can learn something bouncing it off another person sure. or, or just talking about it, you know, and, and maybe we can get viewer feedback or something that's, that's you know, hey, I, I've, I've had success with this or, or you know.
1: Right. Because everything, everybody does everything differently. And it kind really of, is, uh, yeah. you know, you're, you're, we're just constantly learning from other
0: people, and all we know is from our own experience. So yeah. the, the more we can learn from other people. You know, that is interesting, too, because like, I'm trying to think of, I, I can't think of any two photographers that I know that have done it the same way. No way. It's, I mean, they both, I know a lot of people who freelance. But I don't know anyone who's broken in the same way, right. anyone who works the same way, anyone who... I mean, it's totally different. And it's it probably even more so now because, like, all these guys used to run into each other at the photo lab, and they're not even doing that anymore because right. that's, that's changed. Right. And uh, the People type aren't of work going to the and, photo
1: lab near as much anymore. No, no.
0: no. I mean, they. I think they, it depends if you're, you're getting large prints made or something like sure. that. Sure. But that's a very there. specialty thing
1: now as yeah. to where all photographers were always going there to get slides or film or yeah, something Yeah, in the age of digital, processed. that's, that's In the digital now, and even if you want prints, most of the time I'm sending mine off online even if it's local.
0: You don't have to go down Yeah, there,
1: I'm just yeah. I'm uploading things digitally right there online. But that's a
0: good point because BWC, the local lab, does uh-huh. take online. So. Yeah,
1: they do. They, yeah, I'm doing something for, I was telling you, I'm doing something for someone right now where they want to buy two large prints of mine. Well, all I'm going to have to do is upload those. Uh, two digital files to, awesome. to, to this to BWC which we have here locally mm-hmm. and they're going to print them and then ship them for me yeah. and that's it so it's going to be that easy. I don't have to go
0: anywhere. Right? I'll give a shout-out to nice. them. I've yeah. used them a lot of these. Bwc.net is the... That's in Dallas. They, they should That's pay us nice. some money. I paid That's them a lot of money over these. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're in Dallas. They're in Dallas, but you can work with them anywhere. I mean, they'll drop ship for you. They're, they're a true old-school service bureau. They will. They are full of service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you need, uh, you can upload your files to their FTP site, get them printed. If you need to proof them, sometimes it's nice to be local. But I'll, I'll be honest... I've never had a bad print made from that place. Either film, digital, no. wet. I mean, process. it's professional
1: all the way. Oh, they are if so good. It doesn't look professional coming out of there. They're not going to. They're not going yeah, to get. And they'll
0: redo it you. if if it need be. Yeah, they'll make it right. Now, I, I national.
1: Um, a national service Out of New York Is Adorama Picks
0: Yeah Adorama's fine Adorama P-I-X They're obviously A retailer too But but they have A whole printing division And I'm not used to But you've had Really good I've done uh, Five or six different um, We did that show You shows. used them Yes that's right, right And I right. think you did Use them
1: Did you use no, them No no you did that time?
0: I did You did I used BWC We were in a show together yes. A couple years ago And, and uh, they'll
1: just Ship everything right To your house And it's just All professional papers Whether you want it On glossy Or metallic Or matte or whatever luster yeah. Paper Whatever It's all going to be, uh, you know, your top grade archival in the mm-hmm. last 100 years type print, and uh, you once again you upload your files online to AdoramaPix.com, and then they ship it back to you. Uh, you know, everything's very oh, safe, and, and you know it doesn't arrive all crushed. Well, and,
0: and if you're starting out and you don't know this, I think it's also important to note that both BWC Adorama, all these places, they're they're not just printing on an inkjet printer. They've got Technology, you won't be able to afford to put it on, right? And that's the great thing about it: is you're paying for prints that are done on that. But and it's easy because if you have a huge, big old Epson, you know. $10,000 $10,000 printer, the, just keeping up with that service and buying ink for it, there's no way. That, no, that, that, that's, that's
1: definitely not the way to go.
0: Unless you're using it daily and there's a need to buy it, I wouldn't. You know? The quality's not going to be as good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're doing some one-off something
1: for a presentation or something, that's what yeah. that or Epson printers are good for. But when you're doing something like, like shows or, or somebody's buying a professional print from you that they want to yeah, you you know, you hang it. on their wall for a long time, then you need to go with somebody professional. And what's great about these places, too, is that they have somebody looking at your work when it comes in, looking at the the files and then you know not everybody sending in the files the correct way uh, mm-hmm. a lot of times so they may do some color correction if if, if need be, they specialize or, in imaging or whatever yep. they specialize in imaging so it's going to come out on the other end looking like it's supposed to you
0: know, it's interesting too because like I did a lot of black well the shows that we did I did a lot of they were all black and white um, and. I always give them, and I will do this on my inkjet printer at home, it doesn't need to be a perfect print. I just need what I'm looking for is to make sure the levels are like I want them, or if I'm doing color that the tones are correct, sort of, at least. Then I give them that as a reference, yes. and they really appreciate that because right. that gives them something to work off of. And they're like, yeah, we can match your results a lot better. And they're not matching the crappy quality that I've got. They're just matching the levels, the tones, the colors, making sure the shadows are in the right place, if there's any burning dodging, things like that, and they'll print it out. Now, there
1: have been, there are... Uh, you know, really nice... Epson printers out there that are very professional that sure. uh, prints are going to come off especially black and white prints like you're talking about Oh, or with even like color the print. six shades Wait, of gray and You, you and buy all that. The, yeah. the best paper and you run it through there with the best inks on these great Epson printers That, that You really, it'd be hard to be able to tell the difference between that and, and other you know, no, the great shops but it's the expense
0: Well, the first of, time
1: you have to buy ink is Right. What it is. It, and the is expensive The ink yeah. is expensive You're probably going to end up spending more money going that route than you would uh, no sending it question. off and having to go through one of these bureaus. So. No,
0: I have a ninety nine dollar Canon printer over there that that is about to die probably, but it, that it was kind of what more I the made. kind
1: of printer I was talking about is the small printer. You really kind of don't want to go that route. Really
0: I, I, honestly, I haven't even replaced it because I just don't. I don't do a lot of printing at home. If you do, yeah. you might want a printer. It would make sense, but for me. I'm not interested in that. I will proof stuff on the computer. I know what it needs to look like. I do some darkroom stuff. But, you know, if I need an archival quality, good presentation gallery-ready print, you go to BWC, you pay... Fifty bucks for the printing and more if you need it mounted and stuff like that. that's the other thing. They'll mount it on the gator board for you for the shows that we did. Right. The last thing you want to do, and I did too much of it in school, but but uh, mounting crap on foam core and gator board, right? And arts to and then, crafts to then put in Ugh. a frame or whatever. I'd rather be or not bludgeon in the head with a sack of nickels than have to glue something to a piece. I mean, yeah, you're out there with the. Well, we can some make man. that happen. Yeah, well, we could. But the, <laughs> the uh, yeah, I mean, but have somebody do it for you and they'd use a machine, so it's clean. It's uh-huh. way cleaner than you're going to get it by hand. And you talk. About presentation and, and using a service bureau like that is a smart idea. Definitely, uh, Adorama, like I Wade said, they offer real similar services. I, I want to say, you know, I if I want to say, I probably shouldn't, but B and H might have a service that's connected to them somehow too. Maybe they, so. they seem pretty massive, but I definitely Adorama is one you've experienced with BWC here in town. Mm-hmm. There are other labs too. Um, but that's all Tied in with this Portfolio
1: thing When, when you're when your making a yeah. portfolio If you are Printing anything If you're going To go with um, Kind of one off Sometimes people Want flexibility In their portfolios They want to be Able to change You know with The yeah. book route And the online the Route you can Change that out Fairly easily But if you, if you have A book you know You're stuck with That for a while Until you do Something else That's you know another type of book, but like if I'm like I did one on architecture, I know that my work's going to be good for about a year with that book, and then I'll be glad to sure. update that and order another book. but some people want to change things out, so even when I was talking about the lunch box idea or whatever, any kind of like yeah. I've seen just people bring in like a, a small box that's like a nice paper box of some sort some kind of nice cardboard that's box right that. it's nice you know to the touch, and you open that up and it has nice prints on some kind of either uh, mm-hmm. glossy or really nice thick really little, thick matte paper a or something between them. right yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look that's that's, yeah, that's something that that you can do. That's very interchangeable. That you could, you know, you could print as many different prints as you like and change that up every time you went, you know, to a different thing. And that's something that's small and, and thin and that you stick in your bag and take with you. So yeah, and that,
0: that is easy to change them out too. Right? You when don't you want have to, to change the stuff up, that's a good route to The go. book you are glued in. Yeah. Right. If you, you need a new book. Is what you do. You right. Know. right. But yeah, but the quote unquote book, the uh, like an art supply store. I like the box idea. That, that's what this wedding and day there's I was so many cool did. boxes out there. Oh yeah. And people like us photographers. People are people, yeah.
1: Graphic design people, we love boxes,
0: fun and stuff. stuff. Yeah, well, We're like I'll tell you. kids
1: still. We love fashion.
0: Yeah, well, we're, we're so bludgeoned over the head with images. I mean, I think yeah. images have been cheapened over the years because the, the ease of use of digital cameras, there's a lot of good photographers out there. And all that's good, but it does cheapen everything a little bit, like stock agencies. Like an image doesn't cost much. It used to be you'd pay $10,000 to go have an annual report shot, and you can make one for about 100 bucks now with pretty good shots that already exist It's stock. right? Uh, but anyway, it's devalued things. But what I like about the handmade thing is it puts a tangible, something that's nice and valuable back into. It. you know right. all of a sudden it's not just a jpeg online it's all of a sudden this nice assuming the shots are good uh you know presented work of art in, definitely in a way you know and that that is important now the box is a great idea because there's a lot of ways you can go with that you can go metal if you want an edgy yes. look you can go wooden if you want something that's classy yeah
1: know. i've seen all kinds from from like the cardboard to the metal to transparent mm-hmm like plastic weird plastics right yeah. and and just yeah you print this stuff on really thick paper stuff that you know people can hold in their hands and it won't bend or anything like that I'm trying and to think
0: if there's an online resource for that it used to be Is, is Dick Blick still exist the, you know they were an I've online they were an art supply store and I remember they were online at one point um, I probably should do homework before I run the show but, but Dick Blick it was like the guy's name it was big back in the day and, and they they at one point I know they had the metal portfolios and the wood stuff and, and well all
1: there's models. all kinds of stuff online I see stuff online mm-hmm. all the time when I'm just looking around if you know you go to Yahoo or Google or something and search for something like that um, stuff is going to yeah. pop up everywhere you'll uh, find and, something and you'll, especially if, if you're looking for something I, you know you're, I'm looking for a leather box or some kind of carrier or something that looks mm-hmm. vintage or, or modern or whatever you can yeah, narrow it down and find something very quickly. Even eBay, you could probably find a bunch of cool stuff. That's or whatever. true. And you don't just, need a
0: bunch. I mean, one. Right. You, you know? just need one,
1: and you could get these uh, these prints made once again at one of these service bureaus, like we're talking about, or even a a place like a, a like a printer in town. There's mm-hmm. a small printer or or whatever that would can print on you know a thick, good quality paper. that sure, Yeah. They can recommend to you. Or whatever. I mean,
0: in a minute, I said inkjet, but inkjet can be a good thing. I mean, you sure. know, that's a decent technology. There's bubble jet, there's inkjet. Yeah, because I used to use. Uh, Oh, what was it, Creative Type? I don't know if they still do uh, print services. Right, I was going to mention Creative Type. Bubble. I don't yeah. know how bubble many of those are. I don't know if they're still around. They used to develop film at one point. I know they stopped doing that. But they, Well, I'm sure they're still around because they're they Euro. They pre- make pre- trade show graphics. Yeah, yeah, they do stuff like that. And they'll do something nice for you. And they can but, do one-off anything. You know, one thing I just I failed to, to remember earlier is Moo. Moo.com. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't for- do a whole portfolio with Moo. But shit, you can do your business cards and stuff out of Flickr that way. And, yeah, Moo's uh, amazing. Moo's Moe, awesome.
1: Great looking business cards. I think we may have mentioned them last week, but going the business card route, they do the little thin cards. Mm-hmm, they do mm-hmm. the normal business size cards. They'll, they'll even, if you're not a graphic designer or anything, if you'll just send them in your information, they will design the cards for you. And they
0: you. do a pretty good job too. And they do a really good job. Yeah. They have some
1: great designers on staff and they will send you back your cards. And I'm seeing, that's something new that they're doing, but I'm seeing more of that. Yeah. It looks great. It's you have it. no identity before Now you have a really cool identity. A designer,
0: real designer, did something. Well, that's another show we could do too. Yeah, but they also do
1: postcards. Yeah, Uh, and you wouldn't have to use them to mail. You could use Mm -hmm. them as your portfolio um,
0: and and stick them in something that you know that uh, postcards could go. I cleaned my desk, but I had some made. Yeah, oh, but really? it couldn't be easier to use them. Yeah, they're in England. Yeah. The shipping is reasonable, though. You
1: wouldn't know they were in England, though, because you—it's coming. No, it you go to, to so Flickr, so
0: and, and, or actually you go to Moo.com, and then it's inter, it'll intertwine with your Flickr account. Right. And you can pull that, which is another reason that actually I upload pretty high-resolution images to Flickr to give myself that. I didn't used to. I just thought, eh, I just don't need to. I'll just I upload my it. highest resolution images. Yeah, perfect. I go full-res on Flickr anymore. Why not? It's $35 mm-hmm. bucks a year, full-res, and then Moo has print quality if they right. need it. And I just print them out online. And they look outstanding. I've never had a crappy job. And it is so movie.
1: easy. If you're on Flickr, you go to Moo. Uh, they ask you to pull up your Flickr account with your password and everything. And um, uh, all easy, your photos yeah. show up. And if they're high res, they just transfer I think it's, across it's click easily, and drag or something. Click and drag. And it then,
0: tells you if they're not big enough.
1: I currently I have, and they're using them, using them for their portfolio to show it, at trade shows and online and everything, some of my cards. But I had a different... Uh, picture or photograph on every single business card that I printed, and I,
0: I, I so like fifty different. You didn't photos. used to be able to do that. Yeah. No, not
1: at all. That, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that would be impossible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would have to have the same image on every card or whatever. You know, for a printing place or a to run of
0: a hundred at least. Exactly. So if you are getting a thousand cards, you might be able to do. So I got two hundred yeah. cards total, but every fifty, you know,
1: there's fifty different images on on the cards. So it, and that just
0: keeps repeating. So um, that is so that's awesome. Something very yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, Moo is definitely worth worth the. Uh, In fact,
1: when I pull out my business cards at the end of uh, doing either a photo shoot or just meeting with a client for the first time, if there's several people in the room, and I pull out my business cards and they see four or five different business cards, all of a sudden everybody turns into little kids and they're like, I want the one with the ice cream cone on it. I want the one with the taxi and things like that. Yeah, and It's kind of fun. It's that's awesome, it actually. It is cool. yeah. yeah. So it's like you can customize it, too, giving people a business card uh, that is kind of relates to maybe what they do. I
0: was about to mention, I was at a conference in Denver a couple months ago, and uh, – I, I met Julie Beeler, who is co-owner of a design group called Second Story, who are like, uh, rock stars, you know. Um, I've always loved their work. Very humble people, though. And they have cool business cards, and everyone was different. And they had the, they, they're designers, so they had a circus theme, and they were these, these vintage illustrations of, like, elephants and sort of. And so, all of a sudden, she's like, oh, you want a business card? And I said, yeah, sure. She goes, what do you want? She pulls them all out, and then you said, it's a conversation that you're having right there with sure, the person. Sure, it's fine. Yeah, and, and it, uh, sometimes it's hard giving people your business card, because you're just meeting them, but that's another element that can drive... A, uh, a conversation and exchange. You it's know? a big element because business
1: cards have become so passe now. I don't want so one, Most of the time, yeah. I don't want one. I've had people, but I wanted saying, one no, of Julie's, you. right? But if they're yeah. super cool, it's like uh, anything else that's super cool. You kind of want one to hang on to it to put it on your desk sure. or put it with well, your pile. I'll put of it cool this stuff. way:
0: even if I need it from somebody, I don't want it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like if, if uh, wait, I got to call you later. Do you have a card? I don't want a card. Send me an email and send me your number. I don't. I want it on the computer. I don't want it. It'll Go in that pile and get lost. Right. And this place is messy. Right, you know, it's so it's going to have to be unique. It's going to have to be something that you yes. do want
1: because it's cool, because you want to hold on to it, because it, it, it's you know something that you really dig. Well, what I brand wanted brand. to
0: say to Julie was, well, can I have all of them? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> these are also. I'll awesome. take
0: one of each. Yes, I'll, I'll have the lot. You know. And what's
1: cool, Moon makes all these cool little accessories
0: too. They make a uh, these
1: these frames that you can put all your different yeah, business cards yeah. in, and, and, and like display it on your de- office desk. And or whatever. Unusual, yeah, they they make these little. Um, uh, card holders that are made out of plastic and leather that you can stick all the cards in there that are just super cool I mean you just like yeah. you look cool you look like it's like the old cigarette case thing you look, just kind of look cool Bond. getting your cigarettes out of that James Bond yeah, <laughs> yeah. instead of the cigarette pack cigarette now you're or pulling business your card. business yeah. cards out in this cool little funky thing or whatever so there, there's lots of things that they sell that are extra accessories like yeah, that that are, that that are awesome. pretty cool yeah
0: you could roll your photos up like cigarettes <laughs> and that could be your portfolio <laughs> delivered to you by a circus monkey uh, you know there was there, it was it's funny because like a lot of that got really big probably oh, early two thousands just in the graphic design world as everything had to, this opulent box, so they yes. get, you know. And it was just kind of funny and delivered by a circus monkey. Yeah, um, I think we've kind of covered a lot about portfolios.
1: Yeah, I mean, some of our listeners may have stopped listening five minutes. Probably, ago. Probably
0: oh, <laughs> about five, <laughs> five minutes in. I meant thirty-five. Uh, yes. Well, you know, I think the one last thing I would say about all this is just like you know, this is this is not. A topic that's interesting only to people starting out. I mean, there are people that've been in this business. You're always tweaking that portfolio. It's an ongoing thing. You're always looking for something new, something unusual, something different. I do it all the time, and you know, I think it's just worth a discussion worth having. Go, go, get people to show you their portfolios. Just say, hey, I want to start as a photographer, and you know, find a veteran out there and say, what do you show when you show work? And get, you know, if you need an idea, start something. It's just like
1: photography or graphic design or any other kind of creative. Um, you know, thing like that. It's it's something you're always learning. That's never perfected. That is never going to be. It's always going to be changing. So yep. you're always going to be needing to learn how to make your portfolio better, how to sure. present it in a new way, especially with technology and things these days. Things are changing so quickly that we're constantly uh, trying to think of the newest, coolest way to show off our book. Right. Uh, totally. No matter what that is. So we, it's just something you've got to stay on top of. And 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 um, another great thing is just to always be see, seeing what everybody. Else is doing out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, go go to the sites that you like, and then find out you know uh, what website manufacturer made that website for that person, sure. or who made who designed. If you saw it, a cool whatever. book, or yeah. you saw a cool portfolio that somebody had. How did they do it? Where did that come from? And, and and you know maybe go that route. Yeah. Because, take notes, yeah.
0: take photos, all right. that stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, picks of the week. Okay, our pick, of the, pick when, of the week is
1: when we talk about something cool um, that that we really did that we want to share with everybody else. So mm-hmm. uh, we probably, we've already rules. done like five of those already during this episode again. Yeah, today was it. but today but it was official pick heavy. Pick heavy. No, but we always do this at the end of the show. So um, mine is uni.com, which is... Um, uh, uh, you uh, gotta g- spell that for him, right? It's, uh, it's, it's in the r- show notes. R- yes, it's it's y e w k n e e dot com, you you dot com, and it's uh it's Michael Eads. I think I think that's his name. He's a web designer out of Nashville, and um he's just a guy that's got an eye for everything. He he every Friday he posts a bunch of videos. They're like the coolest videos on the web that week. Either they're wacky or weird or just just cool in some kind of way. He's into illustration, uh all kinds of artwork. He's into music, big time, photography. So his blog just consists of like one cool thing after another if you're, if you're into these same kind of things. Uh, and, and he just he posts a lot of photography all the time. He's always looking on Flickr or people's sites and so he's always posting uh, their portfolio And it's, some, it's one of the websites that is uh, in my bookmarks way up at the top that I go to um, every day. So check out um, uni.com. It's awesome. Yeah, cool. You'll be a much cooler person for it. I, I, I just in the last
0: Ten seconds. Okay. Changed my pick of the week. You did this last week. I know I did. I did. But I, I come up with something better. <laughs> okay. I was going to do an iPhone app, but the iPhone app that I was going to review, I'm not, it's not ready yet. It's, okay. it's a little buggy, and I've just been using it for a day. So we'll wait. Well, I found something better. I'm looking at my desk here, and I've got my pick of the week is going to be <laughs> Kodachrome. We're going back to 1975. We are. We're going way back. I'm picking Kodachrome as the pick of the week, and there are two reasons why I'm picking this as the pick of the week. One, it's unusual. No. Uh, two, it's, going, it, it's, it's it's extinct. Kodak is not making Kodachrome anymore. And, and we could do an entire show. Actually, I may do an Art of Photography podcast. So this is something you can't even get, but... Well, no, you <laughs> no, can't. I'm, I'm going to tell you how. Um, the, uh, I, I should do an Art of Photography on Kodachrome. Kodachrome, Paul Simon wrote a song about. It was the slide film for years and years. It is an unusual process. And it's K14 or whatever it is. And, and Kodachrome is, yeah, K14. K, it's the only... It's not the same as development process, the same chemicals as regular slide film. It's not any 6 so, um, all that to say is it has a real specific, certain look to it. Um, it it's, it's fabulous. Um, in the 70s, one of the most famous Kodachrome pictures of all time was taken by a, a guy who worked for National Geographic named Steve McCurry, who's still alive, still shooting. And he shot the Afghan girl, which was the famous cover of National oh, right. Geographic. Yeah, with the green eyes. And, and, you know, they had the thing in the 90s where it was like the 30th year anniversary or something like that. And they... they, they This woman's famous. She was on the most famous cover of National Geographic ever. And they went to go find her again. And it was all like tribal word of mouth. Got to go ask. And finally they showed the pictures. They found her and took another photo. And it wasn't anywhere near as neat. I just like the idea of them doing that. But it's a great photo. Steve McCurry's work is awesome. And and Kodachrome was a big film he used. Uh, In NPR, there's a couple people I put in the the, uh, Art of Photography show blog that that links to Kodachrome. Uh, Kodachrome is not being made by Kodak anymore. It is extinct. They announced that they were going to stop making it. Steve McCurry, incidentally, will shoot the last roll of Kodachrome. They've decided. But wow. I'll come back to this story in a minute. If you want to get Kodachrome, there's eBay. Uh, I would, if you know any old-timer photographers around that might have some in the freezer. Ask them if you can have it. The deadline on getting this processed, and I have about 10 rolls of this, and I need to start shooting. That's why these are out. So call Ted at... Yeah, no, call me. You ain't getting my film. <laughs> I got 10 rolls, and I'm shooting them. But uh, the Kodachrome 64 ISO, and I think there was a 200 ISO but the the uh, there's one lab left in the world that will process it for you which is Duanes in uh, Kansas City or Parsons one of the two but they're in Kansas uh, they um that uh, they put a moratorium as December 10th is the last day for Kodachrome. they will not process any past that point point. 2011 they will process the final roll which Steve McCurry will shoot and he I can't remember what is being announced he he has a theme announced i think it's going to be uh, buildings in New York, and he's announced that they're, he's, he's going to try to have four shots that are going to be the classic shots off of it. However, the entire role will be put in the Smithsonian. No, or the no East, pressure. Eastman House, I think. Yeah, really, no pressure. Uh, Steve McCurry's good. He's a pro. If you're really curious, the Afghan girl photo, uh, I think Steve McCurry could have shot that on a Band-Aid, and it would have looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did use Kodachrome. It was a Nikon FM Two. So, and, what stands
1: out about Kodachrome and a versus, versus,
0: 105, other, 2.5 mm versus, versus other color
1: films? Uh, it, it, it has a, a
0: look. Is it the vivid uh, Yeah, brightness? it's a real vivid. Like, I think the African girl photos is typically the poster chalk in Kodachrome because her eyes. It's, right. it's yeah. a real interesting Super green. Bright. It's an emerald, yeah. And they had that kind of tone to them. And, yeah. and maybe I'll get some of this developed and put it on the blog. We'll do a follow up. But you people love that, this kind
1: of stuff when stuff is going uh, to be extinct. This is your last chance. This you is will your last chance shoot to get on, on it again. Unless it's like Polaroid, where there's a revolution
0: and uh people yes. start
1: shaking the Kodak building and, and even tell that, them to make it again
0: now my my results may my mileage may vary on here cuz first of all I went to Ritz camera when they were having a massive clearance and I bought up $3 a roll and that's wow. what I got however the expiration date says is this went out in 2003 yeah and I bought it at least 4 or 5 years ago it's been in the freezer ever since. but you might even be able to find some at some of these fun film fun. conventions absolutely camera, show. camera shows
1: camera yeah, okay. shows uh, they have these boxes and boxes of all kinds of film you could dig through there and maybe yep. find some and maybe you know get just for $3 just do it
0: by the end of the year and I'll put Duane, by December 10th. Dwayne's uh, uh, URL I'll put in the show notes too. But my pig of the week is Kodachrome. All right. Very cool. Yep. 1960s and old school pig. Nice. All right. All right, man. That's it. That's fun. Let's, we'll do it again next Wait, week. Wait, I'll see you next week. Okay. <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs>